this is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 19th of August. Justin, Domino's has reported a whopping 29% increase in profits. Ooh. And that is thanks to their business being pretty much COVID-proof. <laughs> yeah. Yep, comfort food and takeaway pizzas have boosted Domino's so much, they were able to open 285 stores wow, in the last year. <laughs> the man, Qantas will require all cabin crew and airport staff to have the COVID racks by mid-November. Three quarters of their staff have supported the big move as well. Three unified stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Optus wants to nudge its way into the subscription game and is launching a one-stop shop for subscriptions and memberships. <laughs> We've hit peak millennial. So many subscriptions, we now need a subscription platform to house all of our subscriptions. What is the story here? Oh, well, Juzzy Boy, get this one. The average Australian household has more than five subscriptions. It could be Netflix. It could be Spotify. It could be Disney+. Plus. Perhaps Amazon Prime. Or maybe just Apple TV. And boom, you're at five. And Optus, a.k.a. Australia's second biggest telco, they've realised we've got a teeny bit of a problem here. We can't keep track of all of them. So they've decided to launch Subhub. It's an exclusive place for Optus customers to host all their subscriptions. It's all part of their plan to be seen as, quote, Australia's most loved consumer brand, <laughs> rather than just a telco. <laughs> Sounds a bit desperate to me, Johnny Boy. <laughs> so what's the key learning here? To become a loved brand, you need to have some unique features. It may be unique personality. It may be exceptional quality or it may be exclusivity. For Optus, exclusivity has become a central plank to try and become Australia's most loved everyday brand. Let's be honest, Justin, apart from the network, there ain't much difference between Optus mm-hmm. or, say, Vodafone or, say, Telstra. But Optus is creating exclusive value for their customers so that they can differentiate themselves. And this is definitely not Optus's first rodeo with exclusive benefits. <laughs> Let's not forget about Optus Sport. Yep, Optus Sport stole the English Premier League from the clutches of Fox <laughs> Sports back in 2015. And at the end of the day, Justin, Optus is using Optus Sport and now Subhub mm-hmm. to differentiate itself from its competitors. And be on its way to potentially becoming a much-loved everyday Australian brand. For our second story, ComBank is launching a new buy now, pay later tool called StepPay. Mm. And for the bank, it's all about more hidden revenue here. Sounds pretty spicy, Brett. Tell me more. All right. The bank of many names. Think about it. The Commonwealth Bank of Australia, mm-hmm. aka ComBank, aka CBA, aka Big Yellow. <laughs> and before you ask, Brett, yes, ComBank kind of already offered a buy now, pay later product named Klarna in its app. But StepPay is 100% owned by ComBank and it basically works like a whole new credit card. But what's really interesting, B-Man, is that it's not really about the buy now, pay later game for CBA at all. Nope, it's about card interchange. So what is the key learning here? Interchange fees are a kind of per swipe fee that's charged by the banks to merchants, a retailer, that offer credit and debit cards. It's kind of this hidden fee, Justin, that as a consumer, you don't really know mm-hmm. about, but your cafe or your retailer, um, they really know <laughs> it well. And as it happens, Brett, the fees charged to merchants tend to be higher for credit cards than for debit cards. And that, my friend, is to account for the additional risk of a credit transaction. You know, the chance that that customer won't actually pay it back to the bank. But here's where it gets a little juicy, my friend, Mm -hmm. because ComBank can charge merchants 80 cents per $100 on a credit card. But only 8 cents per $100 on a debit card. Holy smokes. So credit card transactions like StepPay are a major money spinner for the bank. Which means cash money time for CBA and its new buy now, pay later product. 
For our third and final story, OnlyFans, the very not safe for work <laughs> platform, is launching a safe for work app to get into Google and Apple's good books. <laughs> you can bring all of the celebs you want, but you still can't get onto the App Store, Brett. What is the story here? Okay, so OnlyFans is the content site known for racy, racy stuff, and it has around 85 million users. And it's got plenty of celeb users as well, like rapper Cardi B. I know that ex-Disney actress Bella Thorne's on there. Even Kylie Jenner's ex-BFF Jordan Woods is there. And as much as it's tried to be more than just an 18-plus site, it's mm-hmm. really struggling to break the mold. So in comes OFTV, OnlyFans' <laughs> new app. The app has around 800 original videos from Pilates instructors... To chefs... And of course, podcasters are on there. But here's where it differs, because there's zero nudity. And that's because Apple and Google just won't let there be. And it's all part of a major push for OnlyFans to rebrand themselves as a tool for all content creators rather than just the sexy stuff. <laughs> so what's the key learning here? Sex, don't sell on the App Store, my friends. Let's take you back to 2008. All right, around this time, Kings of Leon launched Sex on Fire. And Steve Jobs launched <laughs> the App Store. And he said that porn was at the top of the list called Things Apple Will <laughs> Never Allow in Apps. Since then, though, Apple has pretty much stuck to its guns. And the guidelines specifically state that apps that contain pornographic material will be rejected. And why is that, Bean Apps? Because Apple wants to maintain its image as the family brand. And now it's the same story over at Google Play. Which means sites like OnlyFans that want to become more mainstream, mm-hmm. they need to find a way to get around these blockages. Especially if they want to entice more investors, more advertisers, and particularly more content creators. Indeed. Flux family, do you have a friend that likes business news and just wants to be up to date but doesn't really like podcasts? Make sure to send them over to the Flux Daily Newsletter. That's right, daily. Head to flux.finance newsletter to get involved. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.